the story has come to my heart and I've there's times I've been asked to talk to preach and teach and this story just comes up and I, I put it off and but uh, uh I want to talk to us it's, uh, I love the the Old Testament amen I, I absolutely love the Old Testament I love reading the Old Testament stories there's so much that you can learn from the Old Testament that could help you live a life that pleases God even in the New Testament amen and we know that for for a while uh, uh, they didn't the new while the New Testament was being written they always went back to the Old Testament to find out what it is that they needed to do to please God and we see that the church at its birth we see preachers in the New Testament the book of Acts always quoting the Old Testament and so I love using the old the Old Testament to teach and God I love these stories amen so Today I want to talk to you guys uh, about one of my favorite stories, and it's uh, found in 2 Chronicles chapter 14. And if you want to turn there, we're going to be reading from 2 Chronicles chapter 14. <clears throat> Amen. And I might, I might have to translate. I, I don't have a translator this morning that could help me in the back, so uh, I'm going to be translating myself. Trying to, but I, amen. So, vamos a ir a segunda de crónicas, capítulo catorce, uh, en esta mañana. Amen. Before I do want to, I do want to, many of you guys know the scripture, but without faith, what? It is impossible to please him, for he is a what? a rewarder of those who seek him diligently. Amen. So I want to talk to us about seeking God this morning. Amen. I want to talk to us about seeking God. So if everyone's at Second uh, Chronicles chapter 14. Oh, I, I think I should turn there. Amen. <laughs> <coughs> Verse number one, the Bible says, Abijah slept with his fathers, and they buried him in the city of David. And Asa, his son, reigned in his stead. In his days, the land was quiet ten years. And Asa did that which was good and right in the eyes of the Lord his God. For he took away the altars of the strange gods and the high places and break down the images, and cut down the groves. And he commanded Judah to seek the Lord of their fathers, and to do the law and the commandment. <clears throat> and, he also took away all, and he also took away out of all the cities of Judah the high places and the images, and the, and the kingdom was quiet before him. And he built fenced cities in Judah, for the land had rest, and he had no war in, in those years, because the Lord had given him rest. Therefore he said unto Judah, Let us build these cities and make about them walls and towers and gates and bars <clears throat> while the land is yet before us, because we have sought the Lord our God, and we have sought him, and he hath given us rest on every side. So they built and prospered. Amen. Uh, Let's pray for just a minute. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you for your love. I thank you for your mercy. I ask, God, that you help me this morning, that you would 
speak through me. Father, help me, Lord, to be a vessel this morning, useful in your hands. God, I, I, I yield to you, Lord, and I give myself to you, Lord, at this moment. Help me, Father, in Jesus' name I pray. God bless you. You may be seated this morning. So <clears throat> if you have been a Christian for some time, your need of God has not decreased over that time. Amen. On the contrary, it has increased. Uh, how many of you uh, remember those days, early days in your Christianity, where you would cry out before the Lord because you did not know entirely what you needed to do? Amen. And however, with time, uh, we, we, we do gain some level of confidence and safety, but that does not mean that we quit seeking the face of God. Amen. Uh, uh, es, es, puede ser que hayamos vivido para Dios ya un cierto tiempo, pero eso no significa que nos detenemos de buscar a Dios. Amen? Al contrario, nuestra necesidad de Dios tiene que crecer. Amen? And so we have learned many things. We have seen and heard many things. We also accumulated uh, some type of some uh, experience and some wisdom in our walk with God. Uh, and so for this reason, our, our need for God is greater today than it's ever been before. Amen. Our, vulner our vulnerability has increased over the years and we have continued and, and as we continue in our walk, we need to seek more of God. We will uh, and, and so through this story, we will better understand, I, would, I hope, that I could explain myself the best that I can uh, by using this story that we need to continually seek the face of God, even for living for God with a great deal of time. Amen. So we see that in our, the first step that, that this man takes is that he does away with the idols and he and he commands the people of God to seek God and amen and so Asa was Solomon's great grandson Solomon had strayed away from God in his last days and slowly preceding him uh, and right after preceding him I'm sorry was Jeroboam and then uh, and then Abijah was Asa's father and so we know that, uh, that when Solomon passed away, Rehoboam took the kingdom and he just dealt with the people harshly. So then Jeroboam convinced a large group of people, 10 tribes to be exact. So now Rehoboam stuck with two tribes and Jeroboam stuck with 10 tribes. And that was, no, that was called the Northern Kingdom. And we know that Jeroboam uh, uh, told the people, hey, you don't no longer have to go to Jerusalem. You can worship these gods, for these were the gods that brought you out of the land of Egypt. Amen. So the people decide to, all right, I guess we don't have to go no longer to Jerusalem. So they, so they, they, they now they become, now they become uh, idol worshipers. Amen. We need to be careful with uh, being lackadaisical. Amen. Because uh, we, be, we begin to uh, erect gods that could stray us away from the one true living God. Amen. And so uh, when Asa ascended to the throne, the spiritual condition of Israel 
was terrible. Amen. And the stability of the country was in absolute danger. Can you imagine uh, uh, people, the priests reciting the Shema, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one, but the people of God going before other gods. It was just something that was, they were just in a real, real bad place, amen. We know that the Bible commanded that they're, that they would worship no other God other than the one true living God. And so we see that that these people did not obey those commandments. But there's one thing that this king did that his daddy didn't do and that his great dad didn't do was that he commanded the people of, I don't know who influenced this young man. And I believe it was the hand of God that moved upon this young man. But even, even in, the, in that great, that, that bad situation that they were in, he commands the people to seek God and to do the law of God. Amen. And so King, young King Asa was not exactly prepared to uh, be the spiritual leader. Amen. But the Bible says that he did what was good and right before the eyes of God. Amen. The first year of his reign was characterized by a national cleansing. So we see that that, the, that his first year, he, he, he steps in, and the first thing he does was he took down all the idols. He said, no longer will we worship this God, and no longer will we practice the, the way of the Canaanite, and no longer will we erect, uh, no, no longer you, will we do this, will we do this, this, and that. But from this day forward, we will follow the book, and we will worship the God of the book. Amen. And I can I can see this young man standing before God's people and I can almost see him a little trembling just a little bit. Amen. Because what he did was so powerful that he didn't go before a congregation. He went before the whole nation. He said, no longer will we be going this way. We will be going this other way now. So I, 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 I look at Asia and I said, man, that is one brave young man. Because he didn't do it in, it in his old age. He didn't do it when he was a full man. He did it whenever he was just a young man. And, uh, uh, can you, and so I'm just kind of bringing it to where we're living. That, that takes tremendous courage. Because the, the heart of God's people was ha so hardened at that very time. Amen? Have you ever dealt with anybody that's, that their heart is hard? <laughs> now can you imagine dealing with a great nation that their heart is hard? I mean that their heart is hard, I'm sorry. Can you have has, 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 how many of you have gone to someone that their their heart is just so hardened and you try to talk some sense into their life and they just begin to just rah go back at you and you're trying to help them out 
and you try to steer them in the right direction and you're trying to give them wise counsel, but their, their heart is just so hardened that they feel like they're being attacked. The condition of their heart is just so hard and you're trying to do your best to help that person because you're seeing down the road. Amen. And so we see that he does this tremendous feat and he tells them, hey, we're no longer going this way. Now we're going to turn that way. And because of that, the Bible tells us that the land was quiet for 10 years. So God honored that. As soon as he started bringing down the idols and he started casting down everything, the Lord responds with quietness in the land. And the Bible says that the Lord was the one that gave them rest. Because he had done this. Amen. And so what we're seeing is a picture of a man uh, turning God's people back to God away from idolatry. And so what, what we can learn from this is, is that in our first attempts, if we want to seek God and we want to know God, the first thing that God will deal with us is, is, is what God will do is begin to talk to us about the things that we need to get rid of in our life. Amen. And so this is where some people have a hard time. <laughs> Because they want God and they want all the things of God and they desire God and God desires to bless them and God desires to give them victory and God desires to empower them and God desires for them to live a victorious life. But when it comes to giving things up, they quit. <laughs> and because of that, they have such a hard time having peace in their life and gaining victory in their life. And we can't blame God because <laughs> a lot of times because we don't give certain things up, we, we receive heartache in our life. We receive and it's, it's sometimes uh, because, the, because we're such, an, such in a tight spot with God that wars and conflicts are just constant and constant and constant. Amen. And we will, we will see this here in just a short while. So, uh, <clears throat> it is necessary to first demolish the altars of rationalization and excuses in our life. Amen? Uh, we wonder if, 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 I wonder maybe if someone went up to him and said, Pardon me, King Asa, but uh, your father erected this altar. <laughs> I don't care my father did this, this, and that. I'm, I'm taking it down, <laughs> you know. So he went against tradition. He went, and sometimes you're just going to have to go against tradition to honor the word of the Lord. Well, my daddy taught me this. Does it, uh, does it go according to what the Bible teaches? Amen. That's the great question. Amen. And so we see that. That, uh, that he does away with that, amen? And so many times uh, we want to receive God's blessing without regard of how we live, amen? Simply, the, the, the thing is that sin grieves God, 
and it and, and it diminishes the activity of the Holy Ghost in our life. Amen. When we find ourselves constantly doing that which is not right before the Lord, amen, the activity of the Holy Ghost begins to diminish in our life. Why? Because now the flesh is running rampant, and we're now we're doing what the flesh desires, amen. And so uh, God is, is grieving because he, he, he doesn't want us to be in that condition. And, uh, you know, many times, you know, we think that God is mad at us. No, God's not mad at us. He's grieving most of the time because he desires for us to, to have life and life more abundantly. But we desire to kill life and kill it abundantly sometimes. <laughs> Amen. We could be pretty hard-headed sometimes, amen? Can we say amen? <clears throat> so every time we become hungry to know the Lord, the Lord will give us the tools that are necessary for the cleansing process. Amen? How many of you have ever you said, decided, you know what, I am going to consecrate my life to the Lord and I know that the reason you're here is because you had made that decision but there's, there's been times where in your walk with God you have not been so committed but as soon as you decide to commit the Lord begins to deal about certain things in your life amen and so the Lord will do that for us isn't it awesome that the Lord would do that? I'm so glad that we have a God, amen, that desires to have relationship with us so strongly that as soon as we begin to take steps towards him, he begins to let us know, I know you want me and I know you want my blessings, but this is what's keeping you, son, and this is what's keeping you. Amen? And so the fact that we are serving God does not guarantee us an easy path or rest for our lives. Amen. Uh, seeking the Lord with all the heart does not make us exempt from the attacks of the enemy. And so uh, I want uh, going forward now in the story, we see that the first thing. So just to recap, we see Asia stepping up and he says, OK, we're going to take all we're going to take away the, uh, the, the all the idolatry. We're going to remove all the false worship, all the false doctrine. We're going to remove it now. We're all going to be heading towards the one true living God. But right after that, the Bible says that, uh, that uh, the, so we see that the Bible says that, the, that God gave them rest for 10 years. But then shortly after, if you continue reading that story, uh, there arose a king, an Ethiopian army, and the Bible says that it was great, amen? And so this Ethiopian army rises up against Asia's kingdom and declares war, okay? And so the territory of Judah was suddenly invaded by this Ethiopian army, amen? So the fact that we serve God doesn't exempt us from being attacked by the enemy, okay? However, in moments of conflict, when you begin to seek God, you begin to build a deposit of faith that helps you in those times of trouble. Amen? 
So a lot of people think that, man, I'm going to serve God. I'm going to keep finding, I'm going to keep seeking God. And then they don't expect for bad things to happen, conflict to happen. Well, guess what? Conflict will happen. But because you committed and because you've dedicated, because you sought the Lord, you built a deposit that whenever conflict came into your life, that's what helped you overcome that conflict. And Bible says it was a, it was a great, it was a, a, a great army. Amen. And so uh, uh, Asa's faith was not some kind of cheap version of faith, amen? We see that he didn't panic before this attack, amen? For a decade, Judah was calling out, amen? So uh, to God, now they only asked him to respond, and which he did by wiping out the, the Ethiopian army, amen? The Bible tells us that fear came the fear of the lord came upon upon the ethiopian army amen so uh the more we seek god the more we will see our need of him increase amen asa was encouraged by this experience and he began to look and discover things that he did not notice before the altar of the temple of jehovah was in need of repairs and immediately he ordered uh, he ordered those repairs, and he called a solemn assembly to the entire nation, and they renewed a covenant with God. So what happens is whenever you begin to seek God, and we begin to desire more of God, you will start noticing things in your life that don't please Him. Amen? It's whenever we don't seek God that we become comfortable with the sin around us. But the moment that you decide to commit to God, now a sudden, you know, you, you, develop, you develop this sensitivity. And now you say, well, I don't, maybe I shouldn't be watching this. Maybe I shouldn't be listening to this. Maybe I shouldn't be going here. Maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Amen. And the Lord will do that for us. Amen. Later, he was surprised to discover that his, even his mother still had an image. Amen. And many could have said, uh, can you believe that King Asa had the audacity to treat his mother in such a way? He commanded his mother, hey, you know what, take away all the, you know, do away with that, do away with uh, the idolatry, amen. It was because, Asa, it, it is because Asa was committed, amen, that the nation and his culture and his, and, uh, changed during his reign, Amen. So whenever you commit and you give yourself wholeheartedly, it will affect those around you. And you can't expect for those around you to live a holy, consecrated, committed life when you have not made that step yourself. Amen. At some point, amen, uh, we, need, uh, we, we need to... Uh, do the same and commit before the Lord. Amen. But one, there's one thing that struck me about King Asa was that he, he, he later on in his, in his kingdom, in his reign, he began to stop seeking God. And it was perhaps because the many worries of, his, of, his, of life or maybe he felt that he had reached a, maybe a peak of spirituality uh, but the Bible teaches us uh, that we can't stay in the same position. We're, e we're either moving closer to God 
or we are either moving away from God. Amen? And one day, uh, Asa received notice that a small army from one of his neighbors of the north was building a blockade against his territory. Amen? This opponent was not even a fourth of the size of the Ethiopian army. And now we see that, that, that uh, uh, Asa begins to, uh, that fear begins to strike the heart of Asa. And so what does Asa do? He makes covenant with his enemy. And so he makes partnership and alliance with Benadad. And now he's saying, hey, Benadad, I'm going to make an alliance with you. And, but now I want you to go against my enemy. And, and, and I want you to tell him to back off. What happened? He lost confidence because he got to a place where he no longer sought the Lord. But whenever he was seeking the Lord, his faith and his confidence was there that he said, oh, we're going to seek God and God gave them rest. What happens whenever we quit relying on God? We will go to things to receive our safety. We will go to people to receive our comfort. Amen. And so uh, we see that it is later on in his reign. And because of this, amen, the prophet stands up and rebukes him. But Asa's heart got hard, amen. If only Asa would have dropped his knees and pled with the Lord, God would have forgiven him and God would have given him the victory, amen. But rather, he rose up against the prophet. <laughs> I'll just let you know, you need to be careful. Whenever you rise against the word of God and the man of God, you're in a very tight, tight, tight place. Amen. Whenever the word, whenever the prophet or the preacher can't come to your life and can't give you advice, Amen. On certain issues. Amen. I'm talking about the prophet, the pastor. I'm not talking about the saints. If you're a saint going out doing that, you need to be careful. Amen. You, you can expect for that to happen to you. But whenever the man of God speaks to you, and this is all, and this, all of this happens, and it comes from a hardened heart. Amen. So, I'm, so we need to be careful whenever you find in that condition, you find yourself in a condition where you're resisting the word of God because now, the word now, your heart is a little hard. <laughs> and so because he resisted the man of God, he does, what he called, the Bible says that there was continual conflict in his kingdom. Man, I just don't know why my family is going through all this. And so <laughs> we see that we need to be careful, amen, whenever we do, whenever, we, whenever we, we, we start resisting the word of God and we start resisting the man of God, amen. You can't expect prosperity or life abundantly when your heart is hardened and you are no longer seeking after God. Amen. Let us compare Asa with David, his great grandfather, who also 
uh, made a big mistake. But whenever the man of God came to his life, David had a, David had a tender heart. Whenever the, the, whenever, the man of God, whenever the man of God said, that man is you, the Bible says that he, he that the Bible te- tells us that David decided to repent before God. Amen. And so he, rem- he, he humbled himself and recognized his error. Amen. It is not that people whose heart is, whose, whose heart is set on uh, seeking God don't mistake, but the condition, don't make mistakes, amen, but the condition of their heart is a condition of the heart that determines how they will respond to correction, amen, and so two years before he died, the Bible says that he suffered, King Asa suffered from a painful problem in his feet, amen, some believe that the sickness of his feet was gout, if it was, and if that was the case, it would have been real hard for him to make way throughout his kingdom, amen. And there are people like Asa who suffer from a terrible disease that they do not walk upright before the Lord. They can remain with a hardened heart and say, Don't tell me my spiritual life needs correction. I'm fine. Or they can recognize or, or they don't recognize the truth. Amen. We need to get closer to God with a broken and a contrite spirit, humble, removing the debris of our life and turning back to leaning on Him solely. Amen. Our future is determined by this, our seeking of God. Amen. The blessings that we receive, amen, and then pass on to others are contingent upon us seeking the Lord. Amen. God rewards those who seek Him diligently amen so my question to you is what will we do amen will we seek god or desire more of god or we will stay in a complacent place and forfeit everything that god desires for us amen so my question to you is what will you do next to get close to god amen will you begin to seek god and cast down anything that hinders or will you stay in that place of complacency amen god bless you we're gonna stand i think uh we got some uh people coming out to the door wanting to come into the sanctuary so thank you very much god bless you